Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Director confirms Flash movie. Brand new trailers for Joker movie and Titan season two and so much more news today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks, DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four lights. greatest heroes. Former yeah. Robot Man. <laughs> I was going for a little little Doom Patrol thing there because you'll see we are the Doom Patrol. We decided we were a different name before this particular lineup, this particular crew of DC Movie News. We couldn't remember it between the three of us, so why not be the Doom Patrol? And I'm Robot Man. Because that's what I go. What do you I'll be Crazy Jane. You Crazy Jane. There you Why go. Who do you got? It's my roller derby name, actually. Pain Jane. I oh, actually want it. I actually want it, Crazy Jane, because I don't want to be left to be well, cyborg. Who says you got to be cyborg? You need to be or negative man. Negative man. I don't. I don't want to be oh internally confused. Larry what about Trish. the chief though? Sexy ass chief. Yeah, they, man, they did, Rita. They, they did. Rita got issues. She got to deal with mentally too. They all got issues. You know, I got to, I got to, uh, ooh, I got to meet her and work with her a little bit. Last oh, week. that's right. We're teasing fancy you. Beans. Yeah, yeah we're teasing you up top here. So we are the Doom Patrol. Joining me today on DC Movie News, you know him, you've seen him, you've heard his opinions, you've probably heard him chime in on things. He's going to chime in today, and he might have different opinions. I don't know. Mr. J. Washington is here. <laughs> I have all of the opinions on all of the things, especially with a lot of these subtop- subjects we're going to talk about. I am exhausted, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm pushing through for you all. I just recorded my hour special yesterday. Not to mention I got to leave. Oh, comedy special. Yes, yeah. yeah. I recorded my hour comedy special. Then on top of that, I'm going to the gym after this. Then I have to work as a security guard, as a bouncer in a nightclub tonight. But I'm going to give you all that I've got, ladies and gentlemen, and do this. This is like, wow. You're like living the movie Hustle and Flow. Oh, man. You know it's hard out here for you. And don't be puzzled by her dress. You oh, have. Oh, <laughs> look at you! Trying to play in her punny sandbox. Elena Jordan is back with us on DC Movie News. Everyone is welcome to my punny sandbox. <laughs> it's not usually it a place I'm comfortable horrible. playing. In. That you say that it no, doesn't it sound sounds horrible great. and very provocative at the same time. What? Playing in your punny. In your punny sandbox. That sounds real about. British freaky. Like, we'll get in that punny sandbox, girl. All right. I, <laughs> I immediately retract everything I've said up until this point. Let's talk about some stuff. No, too late. Can't retract anything. <laughs> nope, it is it for out. the record. But I think we're going to want to hear from you because, all right, guys. We've, de- I mean, listen. Flash movie. I know. A lot of directors. Not that many cast changed. Ezra's been with the project pretty much the whole time. But it seems that the rumors, the long since rumors since, I guess, June or July we started to hear about July. this. Um, the very successful, these two little movies from Warner Brothers, It and It Chapter 2, seems like it's going to make a little bit of coin as well. You'd think Warner Brothers wants to keep this person at home, right? You, mm-hmm. want, to, you want their next movie to be a Warner Brothers movie. Wow, we're trying to get this Flash movie off the ground. 
is it really happening? Is Andy Muschietti going to be directing a Flash movie just because he says so because other people have said so before? I see, that's the thing. I believe <laughs> Muschietti is the director set by Warner Brothers. However, this movie seems to be cursed. This is the oh. fourth directorial choice. The fourth. Yeah, they were well. Yeah, because John Francis Daly and, and John Goldstein, Goldstein were like Rick before that, like, and Seth Green Smith before right. that. Yeah. so it's like this is the. But fourth. the other ones were kind of up in the air. It was only like the last. No, Fumiyama like, was no Fumiyama was locked in. Seth and Green they were Smith. all public. That's the they thing. were like, all public. These Fumiyama all put out like that tweet with the with the with the, like I'm diving into the yeah. Flash world, and um and then uh, Seth uh, Green Smith did the same thing because he was the first director attached to it. Right. My biggest thing is this, and I, I've said it. I said it yesterday on Movie Talk. When this movie goes into production and has an official release date and it's all systems go, then I'll believe it. Then I'll believe it with this because it's been too much. Okay, but here's the thing. Is it not like this? We know Marvel greenlights their films in a different way. They set up the projects, then they build the projects. We've heard that Warner Brothers is doing it a little differently. They're putting a lot of projects in play but, but and then they greenlight them when they're ready no, no, to go. But this is a different this isn't like the other ones. This is one of the ones they've been standing on for a very, very long time. This isn't like Bad Girl. Well, remember, Bad Girl was in development, then all of a sudden it fell off. It fell off. It's but never now, not been out of development. But, but, or right. But this one has always been, The Flash is happening. The Flash is happening. The Flash it's is happening. One, it seems like it's one you have to do because the properties proved successful on TV, and you don't want to get it wrong. They got Green Lantern yeah. wrong. They are a little gun-shy. They, they are always going to be a little gun-shy when they put out one of their in tights classic heroes. What is your opinion on this? I know you've got a little insight. You spoke to the man. Yeah, they um they I believe definitely are moving forward with this one because I think they're already doing a little bit of casting maybe potentially for it. Oh, um, you may have just heard something. Oh. That so can you? Yeah. So, Grant is the uh, actor who plays um, Henry Bowers, uh-huh. the the kid that little spoiler for it one if you don't okay. want to know at the end gets kicked into a well and presumed dead. Spoiler right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um but clearly he's one. not year, because though, yeah. he's not dead because he's in the second one. So okay. um I was talking to him about it. He actually could have been in, a flashback though. He well no he's grown. He's an adult man now. Oh, okay. So but anyway, he um he was in the Flash TV show in two thousand and seventeen. Uh-huh. He was a recurring character and so I asked him point blank, Hey, this news is broken, Andy Muschietti is gonna be doing the Flash when you heard this, did you talk to him at all? Were you like, Hey man, I was on the Flash, like oh, I saying holler at me and he was like, I didn't call him I texted him. <laughs> he was like, and I congratulated him, everything, and then kind of hinted that maybe Andy was looking towards doing some casting already. So I think they are moving forward with it quickly. Um, wow, that's exciting. There's a huge. I mean, when do you think a movie like this could happen? Because there is like a big gap between like a, a movie in uh, Wonder Woman and the Batman. There's nothing ha- in between. This can't happen for at least another two to three years because Ezra still has Fantastic Beast three. Three. Mm-hmm. So it's, you got I'm thinking wow. twenty three. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Wow. So. 
Would you compare this movie, or how would you compare it? Chat roll, very interested. You're, you're, uh, of course, you could join us uh, on uh, the Popcorn Talk Network on YouTube every Friday around 1.15 is when we're going live with the show. There's always a show doing DC movie news. Sometimes it's Roxy Stryer, Mike Kalinowski, and uh, myself. And uh, sometimes we're lucky to have great guest stars like today. So I'm curious as to how would you compare it to the New Gods film, which seems also very in development, also with a very high-profile director, and also very publicly well, I think the difference with New Gods is you know this is happening. Yeah, you yep. know for well because you you're not going to have Ava DuVernay attached to something that's not going to and go. have her publicly say and her publicly constantly. Yeah, with her like and then to have Tom updates. King help writing it. Okay, this is that's definitely. I, yeah. I understand you from an opinion point of view. But no, that's a, that's a, I think that's more so fact but, when it comes to who we're talking about as a director. Okay, but either of these films has been officially greenlit. I don't think it has. No, New Gods like, definitely has been greenlit. Yeah. New Gods is definitely a go. Because didn't she point blank say that? Yeah, it was definitely said New Gods is official. That is definitely. Because she was happening. saying, "I'm excited to dive into New Gods." She's because. working on it, but I don't know that they've actually hit the green light on it. I know it's like all in production. I, 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 mean, I yeah, feel like yeah, that's a definite. I think yes. the New Gods is the one that's for sure. Like again, but it doesn't have a date and it doesn't have a production start date, and it's not in pre-production. Well, they're writing. They're doing a script right. They're now. writing. Yeah. They're doing a script, but that movie is definitely. Happening. But that's one too that the focus needs to be the script. So I think that that's why it's a good thing. Well, that and which has been a big issue with, with the Flash too, because you just just with the last situation with uh, Jonathan John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, you turned around had Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison trying to write a script because Ezra Miller wanted the Flash yes. to be more dark and brooding, a la his character in Fantastic Beast. And it's like, no, you've already played what the Flash is in a sense, a goofy type of kid, a goofy character in Justice League and Batman. Be, be Superman and Suicide right. Squad. You've been this. So, so okay, so there's a lot of conjecture about all this, how it stumbled through Shout production. Shout out to Twin Rivers in the chat. Thank you. Oh, yeah? Said that I'm dropping fire and... Dropping straight fire. Means, so Muschietti, uh, if you're wondering what Jay's referring fire. to, Muschietti basically said, "Well, it's not really going to have horror elements into it." I, I, I don't know. I'm sure there will be a maturity to the tone, a darkness to the tone. But let me ask you this: Now, we had also previously heard a flashpoint as a possible story. Do you think that's out the window, think, or do you think that that's 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 where they're going to go? I think that's out the window. Flashpoint was a, an escape from the DCEU. Flashpoint right. was that whole, if this doesn't go right, we can flashpoint it. We can basically restart our universe over. It was a reset this. button. It was the reset button. So I think the flashpoint element is completely done from this. Mm-hmm. I think we look and figure out where they're going forward. Now, we don't have this interconnectivity. Unless so. they're going to use it to explain Batman, but... Right, I feel like it's unlikely. I well, mean, Batman they, said in the nineties. That so. would be so. I think, yeah, like, the Batman. Yeah, gonna, it's going to be like yeah. separate. I feel like that would be also just super shoehorned in. Like what I movie? don't think that they're going to. So yes, so I agree. I, I don't think they're going to go for that nah. that story at this point. I think, and I think Muschietti wants to tell his own story. Mm-hmm. I think again, you have a very high profile director coming off two big hits right now for the well, company. He keeps talking about how he wants it to be like this human element, this really character driven thing, and how Which all is, of it is just well. That's you know, what he like does the, anyway. That's what Muschietti right. does right. in his films. So it's, it's like it seems like yeah, they're not going to do something that is. You know, flashpoint or something that's going to be right. more Plot focused driven. on the visual right. than the actual character development. I, I hear you, and I do appreciate that. I think it's a little vague, right? I think his comments are very vague at this point. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would suggest people don't get all up in arms like, oh, he's going to make it like super light and fun and goofy, or it's going to be this like. It's, it's, it's a process. He's saying, like, it's character first, which is what we want right. out of these films, right? Like, we can't just compare effects all day long. It's not going to keep us interested. Um, 
One more thing on the oh, so okay. One more thing I want to ask you: What comes out first, New Gods or Flash? What do you think of that? New Gods. New Gods. Well, everybody say New Gods. Start rolling. No you guys think New Gods. Because you're getting further along in the process. You can be yeah. further along. And also, again, Ezra Miller has Fantastic Beast 3. And yep. also, they have Tom King writing the script with her. I, I feel like that story, or at least like the Mr. Miracle story, and which I did just that, read recently. And that's the purpose of, yep. One of the only storylines I've actually pop, uh, followed in popular comics in the past couple of years. Because it's so easy to read. It's super cinematic. It's really fun. It's a way in at all these godly characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so I think with her, I'm really excited for that film. I still don't know what the Flash movie looks like, um, but uh, I'm excited. Uh, we should move on. We had a new Joker movie trailer this week. Um, wow, wow, wow. So we've been hearing the comparisons between the King of Comedy, the Scorsese film, and this. And here you actually got to see Robert De Niro and all his Rupert Pumpkin-esque-ness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also kind of the plot of the film kind of laid out a little bit more clearly. Uh, maybe a little bit less, less artsy of a trailer than the first one. But how did it land with you guys? I'm interested in it. I, I was surprised about the amount of comments and the backlash it received. What and kind of backlash? I'm not well, familiar. So a lot of people have been talking about the trailer as basically using it to connect to today's society and especially with the political landscape. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, y'all, I know you're like, yo, do we have to connect to it? If you follow social media, that's what it's been. People talking about how this will be because if people have been seeing this, there's a script. That's going around. Right. Now, we don't know how old the script is. Supposedly, it's two years, but that could be to save face. I have heard this, too, and I've avoided too many details about it because right. I want to yeah. be surprised. That could be but. to save face. You know, it could be like a, a recent revision before they actually did one on set. But because of what happens in this script and the way they say, oh, his reactions are being because he's being turned down by women and things like that. Mm-hmm. People are applying it to that. Now, I personally, I want to see it. But at the same time, I don't want to see the Joker humanized. That's the you one, said that since the beginning. That's the one thing I am hating about this entire process with this film. I do not want I'm, I'm not supposed to feel sympathy for the guy who becomes but, but, the clown prince of crime. I don't understand why you isolate the Joker as the one character that you feel like having a background can detract from the character. Because why could more guys, of an understanding um, done well, like why can't it just add to the mythos? I feel like because the whole point is that he is supposed to represent evil incarnate. He's supposed to represent everything that is intrinsically bad that mm-hmm. Batman projects. We're seeing this character through the eyes of Batman, which is why we side with the hero in the story. And so by humanizing Joker, you then take away the element of having the I need to fight against evil and this is justice and not pure revenge, it almost it detracts in some ways. And the fact that just that Todd Phillips has been like, this is a movie that I wanted to make just about like a man going kind of nuts, like a, a man that would be like like the Joker. And in the 70s, you could make this movie, but like now with the climate, you can't. But if you make it a Joker movie, you right. can. And I was like, this makes me very nervous so, about what you're doing. And also to, to add on to what <laughs> Elena said, it's it's yeah, you don't want to know anything about him. This dude is supposed to be just come in, be crazy. We never know. Why he turned crazy? How he turned crazy? Remember, in the Dark Knight, you want to know how I got these scars? We got three yeah. different stories. Well, that was a great that was a great interpretation. And I, of and it. I understand this is this that's one of the things I have read on the script. The first page says this is a loose. It's just in the character name. That's it. And it right. just uses a, a Thomas Wayne and a Bruce Wayne. This is nothing to do with anything else. I just don't think we need to see 
the origin. Look, I'm somebody who always identifies with the villains. Mm-hmm. Anybody knows? I call myself the resident supervillain right. all the time on the Mad Titan podcast. But I found other villains I have a reason to relate to. The Joker is a villain I like because I don't know anything about him. His his enigmatic status is what's the best thing about him. Okay. So over explaining. Well, listen, you're 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 saying the same reason that I really usually hate prequels. When they're not necessarily, if the prequel wasn't mm. the thing that existed first, like filling up the air like the Star Wars prequels or something like that, I think is, you know, not necessarily great. Right. Um, I have a little di- bit of a different take. I think the Cesar Romero Joker is very different than the Heath Ledger, than the Jack Nicholson, who is a gangster. Um, really? I, the Cesar Romero, who refused to shave his mustache yes. for the role, is different than Heath Ledger? Um, who- yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, we've seen so many different takes and, and else worlds and this is really a big part of DC and Superman Red Sun and Batman and you know in um, uh, Gotham by Gaslight you know to me this could be just another great um, step in, in that in that lineage and I think that just because the Joker is absolutely evil or you know where that evil comes from doesn't mean that you don't also need to fight against it and in point of fact in the world and maybe you want to hide from the world but like there is never absolute evil or absolute good you know there are always two sides of a story and so maybe some of the criticism that comic book movie get comic book movies get is that they oversimplify True good and true bad, and and the, the fact that everything the is a point. shade of gray. That's what epics do. This is all like superheroes are based. Like the whole right. intrinsic system of superheroes is based off of the same principles as like the Iliad, the Odyssey, these absolute morality tales. tales of yes. people with powers. The tales of the gods of them having human like experiences, but heightened to a degree that makes it relatable, but also far enough away that it doesn't feel too intrinsically connected. And, and that's the thing, too. You just said it. There's some things that aren't absolute evil versus absolute good. The Joker has always been made to be absolute evil. There has never been a semblance of good in him. I just feel like why make his, a Joker-like movie? His idea, I'm sorry, Atlanta, his idea, in his mind, he's good. What he's doing has a has a positive spin on it but to the world who sees it and knows it it's not and so it just it just goes into what she was about I to understand say. it's very interesting um listen uh I have a feeling this is a movie that's going to really divide people um I have a feeling possibly if I had a guess right now I'd best a lot of like uh Critics and fans of film might like it. Maybe a lot of comic book uh, nerds might be pissed off about it. Do you think that's a fair take? I mean, Todd Phillips flat out said it's going to be so different from the comics that people are going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, he's already made like, it. All right, he well, lets you know ahead of time. Like I know what I'm about to do. He was already like just. But I think so I think know. too we'll find out what happens during Venice. During the yeah, because it's about once to- people actually start to see it. So you- I also feel like because it's marketed that way, though, I think that this is smart because it's the whole it's the whole theory that I kind of relate back to of like the Sprite theory of like if that is your favorite drink in the whole world but Uh somebody hands you a cup of water and they tell you it's water and you drink it and it's Sprite you're going to spit it out because it's not what you were told you were going to get. From the beginning they said our downfall will be portraying this as a tried and true comic book movie when that's not what it's going to be. So the fact that it's queued up as something differently lets you know going in to adjust your expectations. I didn't even care about the killing joke for the fact that I didn't want to know him being a comedian that goes crazy. 
You know, I don't want to know. Yeah, well, I mean, I but it was, listen, it's, it's a seminal story that is, you know, depending on who you ask, added to the tapestry of comic book characters. Like, the the, the, the legacy of these characters do grow by new artists and authors adding to mm-hmm. and layering, you know, right? Like, they, they, they do evolve, and we kind of take the stuff we like, and that kind of goes on. Like, Alfred Pennyworth was not always, like, a badass, like, James Bond kind. That kind of just started becoming <laughs> part of his mythos. Yeah. And then, like, it just is, you yeah. know, the stuff that people hold on to. Also about the joke. Joker, you know Joaquin Phoenix looked crazy thin. He apparently he lost fifty two pounds for the role. Um, and here's a guy who can can swing. He's looked downright beefy sometimes, and uh, but he looks eerily skinny. Um, you can't argue that. Like you think, what do you think the performance is going to bring? Like. A, a tortured man who's rejected by everybody. He's gonna try to have those emotional attachments, and people gonna shut him down. And the only person that loves him is his mama. I mean, I feel like he's really trying to pull for this Oscar just based on all of his interviews. You think he's, so uh, he's, think uh, he's, he's, think he's like, Oscar thirsty? They've already said it, though, with these trailers. People like this. It's is, always yeah. a bad time when they start talking awards like that yeah. before anybody's yeah, seen the movie. Like, okay. Can, like, can we okay. Like, can we... Okay, well, what yeah, do you guys think of like, this show? Oh, really, our first, like, our first big, like, award. Right. Okay. It's going to be Joker because of what? Nah. No. But, listen, no. it is getting these... Very uh, prestigious film, uh, you know, uh, 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 film show, uh, you know, slots. So we'll see. What is Toronto uh, the first one that happens? No, Venice is going on right now. Venice is yeah. now. So when the- is it going to actually be seen? When is that, that screening? That would be interesting to know. I think it's a couple of days. Ryan, was- if you could find that out in the booth. When, cause, cause, I, know, they- I know we got people from Popcorn Talk seeing it next week. At so that's what it is. Wow. Oh, if it's in Venice, yeah. Are we seeing it? Uh, no. Damn it. <laughs> no. He just oh, no. said no. You heard how Ryan just said no to me. I mean, no. he said hard, too. Um, no. Wait, no. Sorry. During the no. trial, I mean, during the trailer, during the trial, <laughs> uh, during the trailer, we can see a movie theater that is playing um, uh, Excalibur, Excalibur. Yes. which was what they used for the origin of Batman v Superman. Is that uh, a clever, like, um, just coincidence, or do you think it's a way to kind of possibly fit it in the country? They'll just be in the theater at one point, and they'll go again later. But the same, the, the, the time periods kind of match up, don't they? They have it where it matches up, and they also have this whole thing where they're like, if you look really close in the window, you can see a man who looks like you could be Bruce's dad. <laughs> baby Bruce and a woman who could be Martin. You never know. And it's like, okay, yeah, but this is a second. So also, like, maybe calm down and we'll see what happens. Also, there have been some people that I feel like with theories may have flat out spoiled the whole movie. So uh, I'm like, I well, just don't. Well, if they're theories. They're theories, but it's also. You saw like, the one about him being related to the Waynes? Yeah. That's, that's the one we've heard about. That's the, and that's been coming out a lot, though. And they're, but they've been saying, like, and that's the big twist. And I was like, why? Okay, yeah, because I think the ter- the changes is in whether is it Thomas Wayne is his brother or his father. That's the, the one they're trying to figure out which one it is. But he's related right. to the Waynes in this movie. Well, do you think? Um, let me it's ask like you this: If it is around the same period, do you think so, this movie? Uh, somebody could in the chat end- just said Venice screens it tomorrow. Oh, great! Thank oh, you very much. Soon, thank you guys. Um, okay, so thank you, Julia. Do you think this movie could end with a young Bruce Wayne getting shot? Will we see the pearls again, or maybe not see the I, pearls, no, no, but just a gunshot? I want to see. I want to see Bruce get shot. In this wow, movie. he's I a wanna... dark mother. No, because because if you do, that would be the only thing that is clipped out of this show is just you going. No, no, no I want to see Bruce because get shot. it'll turn that <laughs> that story of how Thomas Wayne can become Batman and how Martha eventually. Yeah. Oh, you want to see Bruce get shot? That's see... what I said. I want. That's why. Oh, I said, you want to yeah. see Bruce get shot? Yeah, I want to see Bruce get shot, but I would. You're damn right. Uh, that would be. <laughs> he's like shoot the child. That would no, be because very if you down the rabbit if hole. You're gonna, if you're gonna flip this movie on his head, if you're gonna flip this character and everything, if you're gonna go somewhat that way, Flashpoint version. Yeah, where it's like, version. Like, if we're not going to have Flashpoint, at least we can have Flashpoint Batman, Thomas Wayne Batman. Batman. 
Um, T. Gosselin in the chat room says that's 100% Bruce and his parents coming out of the door. Um, 100%. Well, my little theory was that maybe he does get shot, but maybe it's not the Joker himself because they really already did that in Tim Burton's movie, but maybe an acolyte of Joker, yeah. right? Like he seems to be causing some chaos, right? And he see it seems from the trailer that he's getting people on his side. Like it seems like early in the trailer he's being uh, uh, made fun of on on De Niro's talk show, and then later he's going on as a comedian. And you see Mark Maron and De Niro there, and he's like, "Oh, can you introduce me as Joker?" And I'm wondering, did they really bring him on, or are they putting him on under duress, a la King of Comedy? No, style? I think they put him on, and he's going to kill everybody on okay, TV. Okay, so live. that's totally this is. I, think, I think he's going to kill everybody on TV yeah. live. I gotta say, I'm really excited for this movie. I think it could easily be the best DC movie we've had since The Dark Knight. Because it goes into the next story about it being the R rating, how yeah. they said this is a hard He worked R. on this for apparently yeah. a year to get to get DC because, and listen, they have a good point. They're like, we sell Joker pajamas in Target, right? Are we really going to have... <laughs> This dark, crazy Travis Bickle take on the Joker. That is actually one thing I do like because I'm like, please stop glorifying the Joker and please stop having shirts that are like, he's the Joker to my Harley. And I'm like, this is not a good thing. Like, guys, read the comments. I, I just this told is horrific. Some, I was just talking about that on the epi- recent episode of Mad Titan. I was like, I need people to sit there and really understand what the Joker and Harley Quinn's relationship is. It is not a good one. It is not healthy. It is abusive at best. He is like basically just drugging and raping her like nonstop. The Joker is I mean again, I'm a guy that calls himself the resident supervillain. I I I did You seem like a pretty soft supervillain if like once you once you cross into like straight (laughs) evil, then you're like, no, that's not that's a whole different different game. You know, but it's you you look at the Joker, you're like, this dude, there's nothing. He killed Jason Todd laughing while he beat him to death with a crowbar. Crowbar. It's insane to me. (laughs) It's like people, like, I don't want to go, like, Marvel on DC because everyone gets so mad, but it would be like if somebody was like, he's the kill grave to my Jessica, and it's like, what? You don't like Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. The only way they would justify it, they'd be like, he's the David Tennant to my Kristen Ritter, because then they'd be like, it's David Tennant, he can do no wrong. (laughs) I mean, that is true, David Tennant can do no wrong. Um, Okay, so (laughs) moving on past Joker, this is really exciting. So, screening tomorrow, we're going to start to hear about this film. People are seeing this film already, Um, people from Popcorn Talk Network, where you can find this show... Not the person who hosts the DC Movie News Show, but other people, then that person will be seeing it next week. So we'll have more news coming up in the future, I'm sure. Yikes. But now we know Birds of Prey is also... Well, we don't um, know if the Joker's going to kill anyone in that scene, but we do know that shots were just fired in the studio. Um, pop, pop. Oh! Uh, so, yes, Birds of Prey. This we've just became tea. We've discussed... <laughs> We've discussed when we would possibly see a trailer. So apparently, um, there is something that has been established before it shows in a theater where they have to like say like the time where they attach them to all the things. So we had said we thought maybe during it too, which I think opens next weekend, next next weekend. So uh, first, definitely, that's when we're seeing it, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Forty second teaser, especially with like the Muschietti like 
in the news right now with Flash DC. I think it's going like, to drop. Yeah, I think man. I think it's going to drop attached to the movie. However, knowing the way everything works and how you want to build that buzz, because everyone is not going to see it chapter two. Right. They're going to drop it online. Online oh, as well? 100%. They're going to drop it online 100%. first, and then it's going to be attached to Well, the online marketing was such a big thing with Suicide Squad, and I feel like this one visually has such similarities with the marketing, with like the bright colors yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, like, the way just visually they're doing. I feel like that they're going to have pretty and, much the same marketing Are we still going to call the film Birds of Prey? And the Fantabulous Emancipation yes. of one Harley Quinn. Yeah, the posters are already yeah. printed. That's oh, so definitely they did keep what's happening. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they can. Okay. Yep, that's okay. it. That's the official name. Okay, because I heard I was hearing rumors that they were going to take out the end part no, because of like Marquise, but clearly they're keeping Marquise it. will just say Birds of Prey. Right. Okay. But okay. the full movie is that. Um, so you know that this film is just underwent some research to, uh, uh, reshoots to add some more action from uh, one of the, the John Wick guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing that um, and knowing what you know and knowing that, okay, the film opens in February. We're probably getting a 40-second teaser, which isn't a ton, uh, but it's still a little bit out. What, what do you think? I wouldn't even say four. I would say we might get a minute. Nowadays, teasers have been a minute, minute well, and a half. Well, I heard 40 seconds. That's what we have. That's the information we have. Okay. Sorry about that. leaked info is that it will only right. be 40 so, seconds. Right. Uh, so, what is your anticipation level? What do you expect? Are you concerned that they would go the back to add more? For the emancipation? For the emancipation, yeah. What, where is your concern <laughs> for the anticipation for the emancipation of one Harley Quinn? Knowing what you know, Christina Hodson's script, the, the person that wrote Bumblebee, and they are looking at to write uh, what? Burger. Flash. Flash. No. Flash. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She's Flash. Yes. Yes. Well, she, and she's writing Batgirl. Yes, yeah. she's, she's right back. Although as well. it would sound like Flash is getting a little Flash. bit more be, be for, yeah. But Flash is definitely confirmed. Regardless, um, what do you guys think? We haven't seen anything. I don't know what to think about this movie. I was super excited, and now I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm still excited. These are some of my all-time favorite characters, and I'm super stoked. And I is it a Schrodinger's like, catbox sort of situation for you right now? I, I yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Like, I mean, mean like, like right like, now, the trailer, everything is inside the box. It's both alive and dead. Until you open it and know that it's dead or alive, it can be both. Even the dead cat in the box could be. Yeah, alive. but What's Schrodinger also killed a bunch of cats. I'm not What's into in this. Box? <laughs> See, I'm more of like a Pavlonian, Pavlonian situation right now. I'm a dog person, not a so cat person. So when you hear scenario, Harley, you salivate. I, yes, I just hear Harley Quinn and I go, gimme, 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 I want, I want, I want. <laughs> so to me, it doesn't even matter. Like at this point, even if other people are not going to like this, I feel like just based off the visuals, I will probably. I Suicide Squad. Yeah. Everybody crapped all over it, and I'm like, okay, yes, it looked like a movie that was edited by a trailer house, because it was a movie that was edited by a trailer mm-hmm. house. But the actual visuals, the shots, the cinematography, wasn't bad. No, no, I no. Know. Yeah. I, I got an idea what we're getting in this trailer. We're going to get all the main characters, because okay. you got you have to focus on them. Mm-hmm. Of course. You have to get all the main characters. you got to get a lot of, of uh, Harley Quinn in it, but it's going at the end, you're going to get a good shot of Ewan McGregor's Black Mask. Right, we, we did get those photos today, y'all. Oh yeah, yeah so we, we have some new pictures. photos. Let's take a look at these. Are also leaked photos. Uh, Harley's so- outfits are dope, always. Except for she does look like she's wearing Taylor Swift's jacket from the VMAs in one of these, and that was kind of weird to me. Flip through. Do do we have so, that one? She straight up is wearing like oh, Swifty jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. I saw. <laughs> is it this one? 
Yes. Like, I was like, okay, she's eating a donut, and she just stole Taylor Swift's jacket from the VMAs. Like, I can already tell. Um, okay, so the director and I was referring to is Chad Stileski, and he was the John Wick director. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the, the action in the John Wick movies is yeah. is the reason to see the John Wick movies. Did he it's, do Atomic Blonde? Was that the same? Yes, he did. I, yes, he did. Yes. Um, okay, so... Now, if you had told me that he was involved in the second unit of this film from the get-go, I think I'm nothing but excited. But the the idea that, like, oh, we need better, bigger action, Uh I don't know. It just makes me feel like there's a lack. Like, to do that afterward, it does give me pause. I hope it's seamless, and I think it's brilliant. I think it's great. They shot the best scenes of Jaws in a bathtub. Or not in a bathtub, in a friggin' pool in the back of uh, an editor's house. So That is 1979, ma'am. I don't care, man. Like, if you can go back. I mean, like, there's so many countless examples of like reshoots that have had awesome awesome scenes and I feel like adding reshoots and then saying we want the best for our reshoots well, isn't a bad thing and yeah reshoots are nothing new we all know this we know reshoots happen on every- Jesus. <laughs> that was like really no <laughs> listen I'm never letting really- that go I was like you guys are far too kind alright I think the chat role is pretty much on board with Birds of Prey at this point yeah, I'm not, and I'm not, listen I'm not not on board guys okay I want this movie to own I'm only telling you what I honestly, what my gut is telling me right now. I don't know. Right now I haven't seen anything and you just kind of you wonder the way that that you know news comes out, pictures comes out, things create a vibe. Like Joker movie has one kind of vibe right now. Birds of Prey has another movie, mm-hmm. but maybe after Joker it does its thing. It's going to be all Birds of Prey all the time. I but love that's Margot Robbie, and someone was like, "Hey, you know what? You love Ramona Flowers. Guess what? She's Huntress. I'm on board. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Huh, what did you say, Ryan? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, what did you guys think of this first look at Ewan McGregor, though? It's yeah. so dark. It's like it's like Game of Thrones cinematography. It's hard for me to tell. Oh, wait. So, right, but he's got, he just looks like Ewan McGregor. There's no mask on yeah, him. Yeah, it's just, I mean, he's not black mask at that, that point. And that's what the trailer, the teaser has to show you that. Or well, see, but I think I heard something that he was that not was going to have the traditional mask. Or at least he wasn't going to have his face at all shown. And it's like, of course he's showing his face. He's showing McGregor. He's probably just going to put on a little bit of like a face aperture at some point. Yeah, I want to yeah. see what Journey Smollett Bell is going to look like. He's black canary. Oh, what do you think, Ryan? Did, did you think it was going to be more like he was just going to be in a black red skull? Like I'm a little black... surprised how he looks right now. I mean, he looks a little bit menacing, even the still we got right here. These look like screen screenshots from whatever teaser we're going to be getting. I think and, it is. I mean, they're leaked pictures, so what else right. could they be from? Exactly. And these so, are clear pictures. Like, this is from a... Yeah. It might be a unique take. Maybe he'll have an outfit later to in the To be honest, film. the costumes, the Huntress costumes, all the superhero costumes look very toned down in this take. It doesn't look like they're going really over the top with, like, Well, this is the them just meeting up. It's, like, unlikely that they're like, oh, what up? I got my bitches here that already had well, their full-fledged costumes. Well, no, most like, of them were already... I think the Huntress and Black Canary were already doing their things. Yeah, I believe it seems like they doing where they had like, and then they'll come together. Like it's been happening in Gotham, and then they'll come together. Oh, Hmm. so we'll We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I mean, and I remember from seeing like even the Black Canary and the Huntress. Like it's a little bit more of a toned down look. It's not like. I don't know, super tightsy in, or even even like less so than like BVS. I would say. Mm Um, so I really have no idea what to expect out of that world. It's going to be interesting. And that's also R-rated, right? Yes. Right, we've confirmed. So we have two R-rated yes. DC movies coming out in a row. Yes, they did. They confirmed it. Oh, I, I think we they did confirm it because I, mean, I, I got a lot of crap assumed. on this show because I denied everyone and they showed yeah, me confirmation. Yeah, they confirmed. It. Birds of Prey oh. is R-rated as well. So that is so bizarre. Well, no, no. I, I, I know it. what it is. The two in a row? They're R-rated? Because like, you know what the next one behind it is. 
Wonder Woman 84. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's like, right. we can flip this all on its head real quick with no problem. Yeah. Right. These next two feel strangely like more indie films. Even Birds of Prey does not feel super... Well, it's because the budget isn't as... Because yeah. they don't want to give it up because it's like it's unproven. Yeah. Now, if Birds of Prey is successful, then look for the sequel to have this Sirens. dumb... Gotham City Sirens, Sirens will, will be have... off the friggin' charts. Yes, it will. It'll be off the meter. But, I mean, I feel like they also, it might be a good thing that they're bringing in the big guns to come and do action scenes that they may not have budgeted for originally. And then they watch it, and they're like, oh, actually, it this does so have good. the potential to be good. Let's spend some we more. just need to put some good action scenes in here. And that is the silver lining <laughs> we're going to leave that with. What do you think about the Suicide Squad movie? Okay, this is one I'm super excited for. I'm into it now. Um, we're hearing words. Talk about crossovers that... Taika Waititi might be cast in this First film. First of all, can we give James Gunn every franchise, period? Because you saw... everybody is like, James Gunn's, oh, I want in. You saw what he did with Guardians of Guardians 2. He gets everybody, no matter how you feel about the films. You hear he's got the Suicide Squad, and you're like, oh, he's getting some of the originals. Then you're like, oh no, he's got Idris Elba. You're like, wait, what? He's getting Taika Waititi, and he just added Nathan Philly. You're like... yeah. He's got John Cena. He's got Damien yeah. Dasmalai. You're like, wait, where? What? Yeah, D- Damien Dasmalclean <laughs> from Malcolm, the Ant-Man yeah. movies. Uh, Nathan Fillion. We got Steve Nathan Agee, the Fillion comedian. Nathan Fillion is one. I just freaking lost it. Yeah, th- th- I mean, so the, the most fanboyish casting. We don't even know who he's going to be, but I'm like, <gasps> he's Captain Hammer. That's all I need to know. <laughs> he's he's Cap- already my favorite hero. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Hammer will save us. Um, So that's huge. Uh, Steve Agee voicing King Shark. Who is a great... Great voice actor. He's so good. Man. I'm really excited. I think that's going to be... I mean, that was not what I was expecting for casting at all. Well, Archie says he doesn't want Ragnarok humor in Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is supposed to be... It's supposed to be light and funny to some degree. I think it's going to be dark and funny. I think it will be funny, but I think it's going to be twisted and funny. Look at what he did with Guardians and Guardians 2. See, people think Ragnarok when you hear Waititi. Waititi's going to be a cast member. He's going in as an actor. He's not going in as a director, producer, anything. He's going in as an actor. And we don't even know how big or small his role will be. So I was I think it's gonna be small because he's so damn busy. Like Uh, he doesn't have time. Like he's got Thor to deal with. Colin Prime from the chat roll thinks uh, Fillion on probably as Polka Dot Man, who we have heard is in the film. And they sure but haven't said who was Damien, casting. Damien. No, no Damien. Damien that's that's yeah. is no, I thought Damien. Uh, no, no, he's, he's Polka, Polka Dot, Dot Man, Man because it takes everything in my being to not say Dalmatian when I say his last name uh, yeah. because yeah. he's Polka Dot Man. Yeah, he's Polka okay. Dot Man. Because he's yes. Damien because he's got Dalmatian. What if, ladies and gentlemen. it's so hard to say Dalmatian when you're like Dalmatian, Polka Dot Man, Dalmatian. What if Nathan Fillion, ladies and gentlemen, is Condiment King? It, that out. could be very much be the case. Go this way. Um, Get out. Get out. Uh, some people say Zeno Hour, Nathan Fillion as the antagonist. Also, none I of this has been officially announced yet either, guys. Know that that every rumor, nothing has officially come from Warner Brothers on the cast of Suicide Squad. James Gunn pointed that out on Twitter as he was warning people that although all these people will be in Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, you will not be. There was a fake casting notice that went out there and he said everything about this is wrong. You would never see uh, the stars listed in the thing. And he said the title of our movie is not Suicide Squad to avoid this hoax. I will say though props to him for addressing it instead of letting whatever, I don't know what somebody would get from this hoax. Like, you know why? Because you have people who submit to it and guarantee it's a pay to submit information. Yeah, it was Probably. pay to submit. You pay, pay to, to submit. Be in it. Yeah, uh, that was the thing. It was a scam. And you know what? James Gunn has always been the most 
Yeah. Available out there guy through the whole thing and back. And it's great to see him reclaim his voice now that he he, he, like, he, no. he staved all this thing. Now we're coming into the world where James Gunn owns the universe. I just I want to say this as an actor, a working actor. I want to know who was dumb enough Aww. to sit because you have to be if you're an actor and it, there's no such thing as being that desperate that you was like yo I can apply right now to be hundred and fifty dollars a day in the Suicide Squad which anything is just a background extra. But that's what people probably thought they were doing. They no, probably... you got some people who see this and be like, yo, I'm gonna be in so this wait, movie. Jay, are you saying that you think most of the uh, wannabe actors that flood this town every day are all like Mensa level intellects? Let me go sip this tea real quick. Um, okay, so I, I'm I, I, okay. So also going on about Suicide Squad, people were talking to James Gunn about music, and is he gonna, you know, <laughs> does he have any soundtracks? Any idea? I love that. Like, what do you think? Maybe a couple, and then um, it's okay. So we have a quote right here: "Music is an incredibly important part of all my films, both soundtrack and score. So yeah, uh, but it will be a lot different than Guardians <laughs> musically, and in so many other ways, y'all. So it's not yeah. gonna be like the way it's just gonna play like a regular sound." Track. Well, also in in that he's also referring to the tone of the, the film, tone is musically be very and much, in so many other yeah, ways. It's not going to be like this. Is not going to be Guardians. This isn't like it's a team up, but it's a very different team up. If, if people think that that's what it's going to be, if if Taika Waititi is only as good as Ragnarok humor, if James Gunn is only ga- Galaxy here, then yeah, they're kind of one trip ponies. So this is really a big test to see can you do something different, but that is also funny in a different. Please check way. out Super. Uh, yes. Also, check out another yeah. movie he co-produced with Nathan Sl- Fillion. Yeah. Also, well, the Sliver was the one that he directed. Sliver right? he directed. Sliver. He also co-produced the Belko experiment. So, like, he produced the Belko experiment. So, right. James Gunn has a litany of different type of styles he can do under his belt. And also the the new movie, right? The uh, dark Superman-y movie. Brightburn. 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 Did you guys see that? I did not get a chance to see I it. Did. I can't wait to watch it at home. I've always kind of felt that about that film. I feel I like... I was really excited about it. I was kind of surprised that it was so under the radar. I mean, it was really like... Because it was a because very unique take. You know why? Because it's another superhero film that's not under the big two. I thought it would have sneakily True. made a bunch more money than Especially it did. Especially just like, because I feel like anytime they're like, and Elizabeth Banks, everyone's like, oh, let's go. <laughs> she was Rita Repulsa and I still didn't uh, get past that. Yeah. I still I won't loved get, her as Rita Repulsa. I still won't get past as her as She will not wear a Power Ranger shirt sitting next to me. There was no Rita talking. on this shirt. Yeah, no the, the, the other quote that you were talking about was when James Gunn was like, oh, if you don't put this song in it, you'll oh, totally yeah. kill me. And he was basically like, if I put every song that everybody tells me I have to put in my soundtrack, it'll be it's a 30, nine hours, yeah. Yeah. 30,000 songs. Trust the man. And listen, he doesn't have to be as uh, out outgoing and um, back and forth with fans as he is. And he does such a great part. And that's one of the reasons why people are fans of him and, and are going to yeah. support him for this next thing. Um, so... A little bit onto the distant future of uh, of DC movie news future. Another film that has probably been in production longer or as long as Flash is Black Adam, yeah. which is now happening thank- quickly thanks to the success of Shazam. Yep. Yes, so Black Adam <laughs> looks like it's going to happen. Um, we're hearing that this might feature Hawkman. What do you think about Thanagarians featuring into this film? It works only in one way. 
This is set in the past in ancient Egypt. Yeah. That's the only way this works. Mm. Because the Thanagarians can be the stuff of legend of lore, especially when it comes to Egyptian mythology. So That's you want like a scorpion point. king, almost the rock going back to, to a scorpion that, king? That would yeah. be the only way this works going forward where he eventually has to fight yes, Shazam. Yes, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. into it. I mean, yeah. Because like he's from the Middle East, he's right? He's from the like, Middle East. Like, Qatar, yeah. right? He's from the Middle East. So you have that. I didn't even think about that, but that, that actually, that's a really, that would be a really good setup to then when they have the third... The meetup with the meet two. Up, but the Thanagarians then, are coming from another planet, but still. Right, it's but it would make sense why there wouldn't be, you know, the two protagonists. You got me excited about something that I didn't really consider. I don't know if I thought that this movie was definitely going to be like a, a, a sandals, like, uh, period piece. And now it's like, that's all I can think about. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out the Mad Titan podcast. I and do then all you bring this him in weekly. with Zachary Levi in like a third movie. Because yeah. now, because with him being in, at, at the Rock of Eternity, when he being in the sense. Rock of Eternity, now he's learning more stuff that he did not know. And he's yeah. learning about the world. Remember, he heard about a champion before. Which was referenced in the first Shazam. Yes, of course. No, of course they refer to Black Adam in the film. What do you guys think? Are we going to get this? This is another one. I'm like, man, if they had the the, 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 the the fortitude to do a full-on period piece and like, but go way back there, I think it would be so awesome. Wonder Woman was a period piece. It was. And Wonder Woman 84 is yeah. a period piece. It was. But you're talking about going back like thousands of years. No, but I'm just saying, like, why not? We're doing, different period. We're doing new gods. I agree. We're doing True. new yes. gods. Listen, Jay, I want it. I, I want it. I'm not even going to say I don't think it'll happen. I'm going to say I think it will happen because I want to be part of the positive energy that makes it happen. Yes. I like that. Um, what do you guys think? Is, uh, is, is Black Adam going to be a period piece? Uh, Hawkman seems to make sense. Also, it's a way of getting a, a, a hero that people know that has never gotten a big screen treatment right. before. And, and, and as much as I love that they try to do it on CW, you yeah. can't really do that that effect. These could be dramatic. I mean, think about the feathers and the flying yeah. and the warring. And the- I will say, though, Ooh. they did do a good job with Hawkman and just the actual like visuals so far. But it's like, if this is something... What do you mean, on the CW? Also, yeah. on Legends when they Yes, did but it? they can't really move and behave yeah. in the way that you that want them. Like a, a, a planet, like, like warring winged actually, people. Yeah. It always kind of looked like they were on like, a street. I'm just saying, I didn't want it to seem like it was like we were crapping on the CW, because that was actually kind of the better there are, costume. There are things that can only be so convincing on a, on a television budget I think you yeah. know? and we'll talk about some more of those kinds of things in TV and time because that's relevant because Hawkman yeah. is in, in one of his lores he is Egyptian he's re- re- reincarnated Egyptian uh, Dr. Pecker says Wonder Woman is a hot piece period hey now whoa spicy in the chat and somebody else Archie says I loved Smallville Hawkman I don't remember that one that much. I know that did happen. I don't either. Yeah, but that didn't look good. Come on. I need to remember that. That bums me out. There were so many episodes of Smallville. Um, David S. Sandberg, <laughs> the director of Shazam, while we're in the Shazam-y world, yeah. he uh, just kind of clarified what a lot of us probably suspected about the Superman cameo, that there was some lines for Kal-El in that cameo, and it didn't quite happen the way it was supposed to because of scheduling. I think I think he kept I it with scheduling. I think that was a very smart move that he said that it was scheduling and that it wasn't mm. contractual things because we all know a hundred percent that the reason that Havel didn't that uh, Cavill Henry Cavill didn't appear is because contractually he was obligated for X number of movies that would have counted as one of them. And also he wanted them to back him and Danny, Gar- Danny Garcia was like, y'all need to go ahead and back this yep. truck up because we need some more money because yep. now we need more money and I need controlling interest. When you're with a manager. Superman. Is a producer on the movie? They're not is that gonna... Danny Garcia? Yeah. Is that... okay. Yeah. okay. Who is also the Rock's manager and the Rock's ex-wife? Yep. 
Wow. Okay. She's crushing it. She is killing. <laughs> so okay. I'll say so. Okay. So she is a producer on the Superman films and Cavill's manager. Uh huh. Yes. So, and on Shazam. And she on was Shazam. a producer on Shazam. So, so that's what I was saying before that I didn't think he was going to appear in this one because I was right. like, if she's a producer, she's going to ask for a ton of money, and she's also going to ask that to be his last appearance on his initial contract. So that Until way, when they renegotiate. Yeah. But it also they can ask for more money. But that also. And so I was like, they're not going to show his face. There's no way in hell. And I was right. Go back to this show two years ago. Um, it also makes sense why they're not in the Cavill business anymore because they yeah. don't want to deal with her demands. Perhaps. Well, but the demand they had was mm. was good because he want they wanted control of Superman because they wanted the character to go a complete. They didn't want him to go. The if dark. they use him again, she has to be a producer, much like Zack Snyder. And so to go a different route, they get away with that. When you they, get a chance, they're cutting all those people. If out. anybody doesn't know, get a chance. Google Seven Bucks Productions. Anything you see with Seven Bucks Productions, that is Danny Garcia and Dwayne Johnson. Mm -hmm. And they are involved in a lot. They are involved in a lot. So I think that's that's interesting. We'll see if they continue to be in the Superman business in the future. They will be. Uh, You think so? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, why would you say that? You want him back more than you... Look, Cavill? Cavill, yes. Yes. Well, I think Cavill's done. I don't think you're seeing Cavill as Superman again. I, and I think it's because if, of what you're talking about. If Warner Brothers backs because that truck up. Because they don't want to deal with her If producer. Warner Brothers backs that truck up, which mm, they were willing to do, to get that Man they of Steel 2. They like her. To get that. That's just a strong business All woman. right. We, I, I see it a different way. You're absolutely entitled. It's just a but debate. I think it's a debate. Much so. like I, I got some very good inside information that they are definitely not in the Cavill business anymore. And that way, I, I mean, see. of course, all things could change. But the reason I heard was because if they produced movies with him, they would have to be producing with other people that are attached to that version of Superman. I always assumed that they were talking about Snyder and his camp. Mm. Um, because, they like Danny. She did a great job of Shazam. Um, yeah, so maybe, yeah, maybe it is Snyder. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if we're going to see more Cavill. Um, but but the, it doesn't sound like, with all the movies we're talking about on this show, I haven't heard the word Superman mentioned once, and we're already oh, no, no, you're three or four you're years burying, down the way. You're burying that down right now to, yeah. to, to kill the talk. So if it comes back up, it's a big surprise. So yeah. you think they're going to stick with Cavill and bring him back, even if it, they don't make a Superman movie for four or five years? I mean, if you can go ahead and bring back the man that everybody wants to see get his Man of Steel 2. Because you don't want to do Man of Steel 2 with anybody else. When you say everybody. I have to be honest, I have to leave pretty soon. Okay, okay. So let's uh, (laughs) move on. Um, Well, listen, if you need to jet absolutely uh, anytime, we can uh, uh, finish it up. Um, I did want to mention the Justice League cinematographer was mentioning that he didn't really see the theatrical cut of the film because he was crying his eyes out. Just another person to kind of just reinforce what we knew, that that film was very different. All right, so we're going to talk about some TV time stuff. Elena, where can people find you? It's uh, time for... Oh. oh, wait. Right now. <laughs> Over it. Lower it down. Put, put it in Psych the mix. Out. It's time for my plug, y'all. Plug Listen, it. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. Excellent. All right, so we'll go into TV and time. And talk about Preacher on Sundays, As too. long as you can. Oh, we'll talk about Preacher in a second as soon as we get over the wall into TV time. Okay, well, then I'll wait and then I'll bounce. Mm. Even though she's not here today, you can find her at Roxy Stryer. She's in New York. Oh. Yeah, Miss Ramona. 
And you're not there for that. <laughs> no, I'm not, Jenny. Jay didn't want to go. We are uh, honoring Roxy Stryer on this side of TV, TV time. I do want to mention Preacher because it's a show that I love very much. And I got to say, as a huge fan of the show, I wasn't aware that the new season was on until three episodes had gone by. What, did they not advertise they, uh, it? They really did not advertise a lot, which is insane. This is the last season ever. Ooh. The first... Uh, the premiere was two episodes, and nobody knew that either. So, so weird. it's just like surprise. I hope you allocated two hours to watch this. <laughs> um, I did the after show, and I was like, "Oh, I did not." But cool. Nice. Luckily, I have the AMC premiere thing, so you can see everything forty-eight hours beforehand. So it's like, yeah, it's Great. a cool thing that they do. It's for five oh, bucks. Nice. I definitely recommend oh, it. You can watch. I see, all I've of seen it. them advertising it. Okay. Yeah, it's actually worth it. So I do recommend it. Um, so I could watch the new episode everything. if I get that right yes, now. You oh. can watch. It right now, you can watch all of it. Episode six, um, yeah, episode six. But this season, I think, is really, really good. They've drifted a lot from the comics. They have, so far. Um, yeah, but they've also they've kind of retconned some things in the comics that made me hate certain characters uh-huh. that I love. So I'm like, I kind of yeah. like the show version a little bit better. Um, Even though it is weird that I'm like they Hitler's still in it. I don't. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> um, I guess the thing I I really do like the show overall too, and I'm okay with both existing. And I'm glad it's not just a slavish reproduction of the comic, which I read like 80 issues of, or, or um, yeah, however There's many. 77 there were. issues. Yeah, I read I read every single one, um, and uh, oh and I God. love it. I love that these are different. Uh, I will say I, I I felt like every season because of their budget, they seem to use the same sets or like there's only a couple of scenes that they do so much. Yeah. And so much of the comic felt like this moving the road, the road trip. Well, right, because but, there was a the whole thing on the road trip and they just didn't have the budget for it. I budget, think initially... Yeah. If the first season had taken off like Walking Dead, like they had thought that it would have, I think that they yes. would have done the road stuff because the New Orleans season seemed like it was heading that way. But with what they have budget wise, I think they've done a phenomenal job. And this season is really, yeah. really good. And then, do you know how many more episodes we have? I believe there's only five left. I might be wrong. I think this is a ten episode season. Okay, so check out Preacher. Um, moving on. So one of my favorite shows we like to talk about is Swamp Thing. There was some really cool uh, Floronic Man uh, concept art that came out, and if you saw the season, you might have gotten to see a little example of this. Jay, why are you uh, why are you sighing? Because okay. I just hate that this is coming out now that it's done. It looks so good. I know. Right? Like why being like, look how good it would have been if we had given it to you, and it's like, cool, we wanted it. Well, well, a lot of these artists, you know, work so Speaking hard of on New this Orleans. stuff. No, no, I get it. Thanks, Louisiana tax law. No, that was, that was North That's Carolina. That's North Carolina. That You're was right. North Carolina. Right. And, and even a lot of those stories have, have since been sort of debunked. Kind of debunked yeah, a little bit. yeah. If you look into it, I, it still seems like it was a creative thing on the part of Warner uh, Brothers. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I really think that the. HBO Max stuff has more to do with this than we think because if you look forward, it makes sense. Um, uh, Doom Patrol is being is season two is happening as a co-production with HBO Doom Max, Max yeah. mm-hmm. um, and we don't have any other. Doom Patrol is the best show out right Thank now. Thank you. I wish is, people understand it. Yeah, yeah honest, and not just because we're calling ourselves that. Genuinely, no, yes, we think that Patrol. it is the best show out right now. Um, speaking it's of what Umbrella Academy, wanted to be DC Universe. Uh, we do want to mention uh, there is a great. <laughs> Great new Titan season two. They look. It looks like Titans season four by the trailer. Like they're really upping the level of that the amount budget, of they got more budget. They, got, they was like, listen, we want to put more money behind this. 
We want more people. This is your flagship show. Yes. This is this is the show you built everything so around. We, we really do have to wrap up. There's one more thing I, I, I have to mention really fast. So Titan Season 2 looks amazing. We're hearing a lot of Green Lantern TV show rumors. Some that were CW. Some were that HBO Max. The latest that we're hearing is Berlanti and possibly HBO Max, which makes sense budgetarily. But um, it doesn't bode well for DC Universe, right? You, or, yeah, no, but that's what I was. I was wonder. I was confused about that one because it, for a while it seemed like both properties were moving forward, and it's like you're not going to have two Green Lanterns. They want to put Berlanti properties on everything. Yeah, I, well, I think. I do agree that a DC, uh, a Green Lantern show on CW sounds like hell to me. That is not yeah. anything I want to show yeah. up for. Um, HBO Max seems like it could do be doable, but it still feels like it would just have to be so big for it to be done well. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, interesting though, it is really interesting to see what how DC Universe continues to develop in lieu of these DC properties showing up on other platforms. Um, that being said, Titans looks amazing, uh, and also it looks like Watchmen is going. Going to be premiering on October twentieth. Uh, I heard some reviews. There's some early reviews of people who've seen the first episode. It does take place in an alternate 2019 where a lot of the events of uh, the Watchmen movie uh, book happened. Uh, Robert Redford has been president since 2019, uh, and there is this weird thing where these like sort of like Rorschach people I think are kind of like white supremacists, Ooh. and they're like out to kill police, and that's why the police cover their faces up. That's all I've heard. Interesting stuff. Uh, that's wow. all we got. Well, uh, let's get out of here. Jay Washington, where can people find you? Twitter, please? Instagram, Mr. Jay Washington, M-R-J-A-Y. You should know how to spell Washington. Check out the Mad Titan podcast everywhere you get to podcast. Listen on and my YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash J-A-Y Washington 80. Elena Jordan, one more time. I already did mine, but I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me late at night trying to sell you pressure cookers and indoor grills and things like that. Uh, Mike Kalinowski will be here soon. I think he's going to be gone. He will make a triumphant return sometime in autumn, I promise. Roxy Stryer will be back here next week. We'll see you next time on DC Movie News. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.